Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! Only six. Only six days away until the Batman hits theaters. Woohoo! Well, technically, it's only five because, let's face it, in most cases, it would always drop on a Thursday night. But for me and many others, it's always on a Friday. With that being said, only six days away. God diggity damn, I'm so excited. Ha ha ha. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. And it's in your life today. Ah, man. I told you, I'm trying to be consistent. On a Wednesday night, I do a podcast. Friday, at some point during the day, I do another podcast. And considering I was working on voiceover a little bit today, I figured, you know what? Let me take a little break. Let me get my voice going. Let me get my vocals going. Let me drink some of that cool, refreshing bottle of purified water. Not really purified, but who gives a shit? Here, we're going to talk about comic books and everything that is fun going on in the outside world of comic book TV shows and games and shit. And films and everything else. And it's one of those moments where I'm really, really in a good mood. And I can pretty much talk about anything. And whatever sets my mind, whatever appeases me. That's what we're going to do. And come to think of it, yesterday, no, not even yesterday, I say around two or three days ago, there was the 60th anniversary, 60 years of Ant-Man. And I'm like, oh shit. So of course, I go on my Google, I go on the old, you know, D-G-O-O-G-L-E. I don't know why I just spelled it out, but, you know, it is what it is. And then I'm looking at the uh, new designs for Ant-Man, and I have to say, it's pretty damn good. It, like, it literally has the helmet literally shaped like an ant, pretty much as, well, the rest of them. And I'm seeing it right now. Hold on. Let me pull, let me pull it up real quick. I, I got to pull this up real quick so I could, like, describe it if for any reason you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. But here it is. Uh, Marvel celebrates 60 years of Spider-Man in 2022 along with Hulk, Thor, Ant-Man, and more. And of course, you know, it could be accentuated from anything. Uh, With Spider-Man, it could be Beyond Amazing of 2022. The Fantastic Four, for example, being the first family of Marvel. So it's not only Ant-Man, I misspoke. It's not only Ant-Man, it's 60 years of Marvel in general. And I could sit here and say how much Marvel has, you know done for me and how much that I'm a huge fan of superheroes and comic books in general Stan Lee and so many things it's like words cannot fathom of how much this has shaped and changed my life completely you know watching these heroes and reading about them and inspiring to be greater inspiring to do more to be more you know it's and it's funny because Switching subjects a little bit, every now and then, because I live in New York City, and now crime rate has increased dramatically, literally as of recently, and every time when I go online, and I'm looking upon random videos, and I see these random attacks, usually from 
homeless people, usually from robbers or usually from anybody. And if you haven't heard, if you haven't heard the story just the other day, there was a homeless guy or a robber or whoever that took a hammer and started beating on the head of an elderly woman, literally in the subway station. And I'm just thinking to myself, every time when I see videos like that, one, it's heartbreaking. Two, it's frustrating as hell, considering the fact that these attacks are 99% of the time are always happening when someone is alone or in the dark or vulnerable or whatever. And it's one of those moments where I'm like, God damn, if I was just there, I'd just let me save her and let, let me like do something more. But it's unfortunate because we as spectators, we feel helpless. And I hate that feeling. I really do. I'm not saying I should go and beat the shit out of him, which might be the case in my mind every now and then. But it's one of those moments where I'm like, God damn it, man. I know this just took a weird turn and I didn't mean it for it for it to be that way. But again, the fact that for you to have the thought of actually being a hero and at least saving someone. Let's throw the hero title out of the way. Help somebody. Save someone. Help them in whatever they need. If they need help in anything they can. And in most cases when it comes to crime. You do want to do more. Even at the expense of whatever it is. Of what you feel. Or maybe you know there might be some bodily harm to you. And it drives me crazy when I'm living in probably one of the most dangerous cities right now. And like I said, crime is skyrocketed like crazy. It really bugs me when you have reports, you have news on certain things, certain situations, and you just have spectators. You have spectators and, and, then, and they're filming. And I'm thinking to myself, not one of you motherfuckers actually went down and to help? Not one guy actually stood up to be like, but of course, but it, it's it's a normal human thing where all of a sudden it's like, well, I don't want to get involved or, or if he have a gun, I don't want bullshit. No, you see something, you do something. But I digress, you know, and I get it. It's easier said than done. Fear can get in the way. Conformity gets in the way when you see other people not do anything, you don't do anything either. It sucks. It really does. So, I guess the moral of the story is, and sorry if I'm, you know, trying to get out of our funk here. I guess the moral of the story is if you see something, like if you see someone in need, help them. Help them. That's all I gotta say. Fucking hell. Sorry that just took a wrong turn. I didn't mean it for it to be that way. You know, my mind just wanders, especially when it connects to so many things. But as I said earlier, 60 years of Marvel, spectacular in what they've done. And it's going to be another 60 years and I'll probably be an an old man. I'll probably be an old man. Probably around that time. I'll be reincarnated as another guy and then we'll do the same thing all over again sometime in the future. <laughs> oh my goodness. So what are we going to talk about today? What are we going to talk about today? Well, the Batman is coming out next week. 
And for one thing, there wasn't really any major news going on. I mean, every time when I scroll through Twitter and I'm thinking to myself, what can I talk about? And then, of course, you know, you just see the Spider-Man from Spider-Man No Way Home. And you just see the three Spider-Men, Toby, Tom, and Andrew. And they're all having fun together. And we see shots of what, what went on behind the scenes. And we see shots of everything along those moments. So... I definitely want to touch base on that just a little bit more. You know, just just a little bit more. Just a little bit. And then I want to introduce a new segment called, um... What? Or... Wait, what? Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it, wait, what? So it's, so it's a, definitely a new segment. And whatever else comes to my mind, whether it's Batman or anything else related. So maybe this is just another episode of Let's Just Talk. And you know what? We're going to start right in a bit. So we got some breaking news here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness, we got some breaking news. Breaking news, son. Some breaking news. Apparently, a movie is set to premiere on HBO Max December of 2022. Who is it? You guessed it. It is Batgirl herself, starring Leslie Grace. And I have to say, it's... It, this happened a lot sooner than expected. I assumed that they would actually work on it just a little bit more and it would release maybe early to mid of next year of 2023. But hey, we got our Batgirl movie. Now we just need the goddamn trailer. <laughs> it's funny because I'm literally scrolling through the old Twitter machine and I see the headlines and I'm like, Wait, so we got our picture, which, you know, some people, it turned off, turned on by it, whatever. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And now we got the news that Batgirl's been released. Okay, cool. Where the hell is the goddamn trailer? Uh, you know, anything going on? You know, maybe some visual effects, maybe some action-packed music going on, you know? What, what, what the hell, man? What the, what the hell, man? I don't know, but regardless, it's actually pretty cool because this year is definitely the year of the bat. The same way a couple of years ago, it was the year of the spider with all the Spider-Man content going on. No doubt this year is the year of the bat. And with Batgirl coming out and Batman coming out literally next week, and I know this is not Batman related, but let's face it, he is kind of the Batman of Marvel Moon Knight at the end of next month, too. Oh, my goodness. Like, there's going to be a lot of dark shit that's going on this year. I'm excited. I really am. Now, am I expecting anything too much? Eh, not really. You know, it's a different kind of Batgirl. And you know that I thought, I thought about it? The only live-action Batgirl that I really remember, that I really know, is from Batman and Robin. Huh. Was there ever a Batgirl that happened... Since then, I don't think so. At least not to my knowledge. I mean, 
I, I'm sure someone is hearing this and they're going to correct me and they're going to be like, well, actually, there was this person in Batwoman. Eh, I, I, that doesn't count. That, that don't count to me. One, I still never seen it. And two, I'm not really motivated to see it, honestly. Put it this way. I'm at the point in my life where every time when someone talks about something so highly, whether it's so good or it's really bad, it takes me a while to get into it. And I've said this many, many times before. I don't need to beat up a dead horse to a bloody pulp here. I really don't. But I know eventually when I'm extremely bored, or if I live by myself again, or if I do anything along those lines, I probably will. And then use this background noise. Or something along those lines. I don't know. But in any case, Batgirl's coming out, and we've gotten a couple of teases in terms of pictures with, you know, I think Batman and Robin is in it. And... You know, we get to see Commissioner Gordon, and hopefully it's the same Commissioner Gordon from The Batman coming out next week. It's going to be a lot of fun times. And I think, if memory serves me correctly, Firefly by Brendan Fraser is like, it still amazes me that Brendan Fraser is going to be Firefly. That, that, that amazes me, Interesting, interestingly. Because, I don't know why, but whenever I hear certain villains or certain heroes being portrayed as different, you know, like they're going to be live action, I can't help but compare them to what I've seen from the animated series. And I know that's an unfair thing for me to do, but it's just how my brain is working right now. Because that was the only piece of content, aside from the games, where I actually saw them and, in a way, got to view them. You know what I mean? So... Maybe it's taken a while for me to try to see and imagine who these characters are or how they can be lifelike. And until I see the trailer, my mind is going to stay out that way. So, Batgirl coming out? Cool. Awesome. It is what it is. Let's move on, shall we? Let's move on. Speaking of DC content, I saw the other day that John Cena... John Cena! Peacemaker himself said he will be absolutely honored and a privilege. I believe it was for The Rock, Black Adam, to be on the Peacemaker show, or for him to be on Black Adam. I'm sure. I'm sure it was the first one. Don't quote me on it, but I'm ninety percent sure it's the first one. And considering they worked together all those years ago, ten years ago in WWE, with The Rock versus John Cena, the never before, never again WrestleMania. And the rematch right after that. The trailer to the first match was really, really good. Especially with the, uh, with the song um, Voices in the Air. And it really depicts on how much John Cena is really viewed by other people. And it, it's, it's amazing because this is the WWE side of me talking from back then in the day. John Cena, he's always been the type of person that would either be so loved and so hated. And there would, there would be a very, very clear divide. People said that he was not a wrestler and that he was fake and everything else. And that goes on in between. Meanwhile, The Rock, the most electrifying man in all of entertainment, that guy, you know, he goes away, goes to wrestling, goes away, becomes a Hollywood movie star, kills it, and then comes back pretty much for a paycheck and then goes away again. And then, you know, now John Cena's doing it. So I guess... In a way, there's nostalgia there. 
Because if these two were to cross paths again in the DC universe, in the DC content that we know, we all know and love, there's nostalgia there. And there's a mutual respect between these two because they've already worked together to obviously with some capacity. And it's not a bad thing, honestly. I felt like, I feel like it's going to be a little bit too easy to pull it off. You know what I mean? Like it's going to, it's going to be a little bit too easy to just put these two characters there when in reality, Black Adam and Peacemaker really have nothing to do with each other. And I remember I spoke about this before. The only way, the only reason why we would see them together, obviously from massive pro wrestling fans from back in the day. So it's going to be cool for these two guys to be in the same screen together. There's no doubt about it. What's the reason? Like what in storytelling perspective, what is the reason for these two guys to actually be together? Is it going to be a simple cameo? Is it going to be just a regular thing? I know this is just talks. And again, this is John Cena saying that it's an honor and a privilege if that would ever to arrive. But again, it sounds good on paper, but the execution has to be, it has to be done correctly. So I'm not opposed to it. I just don't know if it works. I don't know if it works, honestly. Now, if John Cena was Shazam, on the other hand, that's a different story. But Shazam is already played by a different person. And we know that Shazam and Black Adam have history with each other. That's going to be an interesting crossover. That's going to be an interesting dynamic between these two characters. And, you know, speaking more on Black Adam, I did see parts of the trailer where we saw, you know, Cyclone and Dr. Uh, Dr. Fate, now I was about to say Dr. Strange, Dr. Fate and, you know, Hawkman and all these other characters, you know, the Justice Society of America, I believe is the Justice, the Justice Society. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Now, is it one of the most anticipated movies of the year? To someone's credit? Or to at least someone that believes that they're anticipating this as much as more as they're anticipating the Batman and other things. In other words, it's very subjective. So if you're a huge rock fan, if you're, if you're a huge Dwayne Johnson fan, and this is your thing, or even if you're a huge fan of Black Adam in general, power to you. More power to you. Me? I'll watch it. I'll enjoy it. Is it my top 10 that I desperately want to see? Not really. Eh, not really. But, you know, like I said, to each their own. To each their own. Before we continue on, I just want to introduce this new... I wouldn't say I, I said segment a while ago. This little plug-in. So, I'm going to call it... Um, Wait, what? And <laughs> I, I got to do best... I got to do better in terms of plugging this in. But here it is. So, the other day, Charlie Cox, our beloved Daredevil, said that he went to a theater... And his wife, no, not he, his wife recorded the reaction of Charlie Cox actually appearing on the big screen for Spider-Man No Way Home. And he said, paraphrasing here, he said that the theater was quiet. The theater was quiet and there was no reaction whatsoever. And apparently that devastated him 
because he thought there would be much more of a bigger reaction than that. Um, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Hold on. So you mean to tell me that a theater that people know who Charlie Cox is, that, that are daredevil enthusiasts or people, no reaction whatsoever? Because the theater that I went to, God, there were there were a bunch of men that were screaming like little girls as soon as we saw Charlie Cox on the big screen. I mean, oh my God, the the reaction was intense. I would say I wouldn't say as bigger as Andrew and Tobey Maguire appearing on the screen, but dude, as soon as the camera panned and we saw Charlie Cox, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. No reaction? Dude, let me go over to these people and just smack a bitch. Let me just smack every single one of them. I'm like, dude, it's fucking Daredevil for God's sake. Fucking Daredevil. And also, Charlie Cox, if you're listening to this, you're probably not. But if you are listening to this, dude, what does it matter? What does it matter? You have way more fans. Way more hard- hardcore, diehard fans that can't wait for you to appear back into the MCU again. They can't wait. It's it's another it's a thing when it comes to, you know, celebrity status and when it comes to, you know, anything in particular. There's always those moments where we focus too much on one negative in a sea of positivity. In in this in this ocean of all the positive reinforcements and all the positive stuff that goes on in our lives, for some weird reason in human psychology, we always focus on that one negative aspect. It sucks, but it's an everyday thing. And I'm sure he got way more hate than that way before that even happened. So, Daredevil, Matt Murdock, Charlie. It's okay. It's okay. Fuck those people. It's fine. <laughs> Fuck those people. It's fine. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, speaking of MCU, I watch a lot of the uh, behind the scenes. I wouldn't say a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. The, I believe the Blu-ray for Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be April 12th, if I'm not mistaken. And it's going to be digital, I'd say somewhere around the end of March. Don't call me on it, but it's going to be somewhere around that time frame. And I have to say... I think I'll wait, knowing me, I'm probably going to do both, but I think I'll wait to get the Blu-ray. I want to have that master copy. I really do. I want to control what went on behind the scenes, fast forward through a few parts, and actually see everything as a whole. Not to mention, it'd be very cool to have as a collection. And I also feel like if I just have it digital, I'm probably going to forget about it eventually. It's going to be in my PS4. Yes, I don't have a PS5 yet. Give me a break. It's going to be stuck in my PS4. And I'm probably going to see it once. I don't, I'm probably not going to view it. And it's going to take up a lot of space and a lot of gigs and data and all that shit. But if I actually have a master copy and I get to, you know, promote it and take pictures of it and say, this dude, this is mine. This is mine. I get to view it anytime I want. I can't wait for it too. And I want to see a lot of the decision. I want to, what I'm really looking forward to when I get that master copy, I want to see the deleted scenes. I want to see the, 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 um, 
between Matt Murdock and and Peter Parker, I want to see the court scene. I want to see more of the the three Spider-Men together. I want to see more of the villains. I want to see so much. I want to see everything. I want to see everything. It's only a matter of time, and I can't wait. Lord knows when there's going to be more Spider-Man content, especially if, you know, I've, I've been seeing a lot of the memes with the J. Jonah Jameson. You, you know that scene in Spider-Man 2 where, he's, where he goes to Peter, Tobey Maguire's Peter, and he goes, well, what were you? Uh, photographing squirrels? You're fired. And then one of the assistants came in and it was like, oh, we, we have to do something. He goes, oh, right, you're on fire. I need you. Come here. <laughs> and the meme. It's basically with Sony being like, oh, 2014. Oh, you're talking shit about us? You're fired. 2021, like, oh, Spider-Man No Way Home has a massive head. Oh, right, you're on fire. I need you. Come here. <laughs> oh, my God. But if there's one thing that I will say, if they do bring back Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, if they do bring him back, and we actually get the ultimate crossover of him against Venom, Tom Hardy's Venom, maybe not Tom Holland, but Tom Hardy's Venom against Andrew Garfield. Ooh-wee. Oh my goodness. Billion dollar, billion dollars right there, palm of your hands. Sony, you know it, I know it, and the whole world knows it. Make it happen, make it happen. That's all I got to say about that. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comments Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can hit me up, Voice of Garcia, everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. I am LinkedIn. I am everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. And if you disagree with me in any way, shape, or form, if you want to get on the podcast yourself, then by all means, hit me up. We will schedule something. We will schedule something soon, and we will schedule something fast. As I said earlier, six days away, six days away. And I think, don't quote me on this, I think I'm going to have a guest on next Saturday where we will talk full Batman spoilers. And you know what? It I, I do want to talk no spoilers, but I figured, you know what? Let's, well, it depends. Like, if she's seen the movie, if I'll, I'll probably decide by the time it comes through. I will. I'll probably decide as it comes through, and we'll see what happens with that. We will. We'll see what happens. But there's a chance that I will have a guest, and she has a podcast of her own. And I believe it's a pro wrestling podcast. So once the time arrives, I'll plug her in. And she'll plug me in. That sounds so wrong to say. And we'll make some magic happen. We will make some magic happen. So with that being said, all of you have a great weekend. And I will see you guys Wednesday night. We will talk more on all the things that happens in the world of comic book news, games, shows, movies, or whatever the case may be. And always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it controversial or otherwise stay safe till next time i'm done i'm through peace out